Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Prisoner's Pardon Podcast, a weekly podcast designed to help you put aside any doubts to the realness of spiritual prisons. As always, what these prisons look like and their dynamics will be the topic with the end goal to help anyone escape using the insight that will be brought to you here. Michi J will be your host, and she's the author of the book A Prisoner's Pardon, which this podcast is an outgrowth of. Please be advised this show will be only giving an account of personal experiences and testimonies. Each individual is different and in no way advising how to specifically address a particular person's situation. We ask that you always seek the advice of a pastor and or other authority for assistance. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, everyone. This is Michelle from A Prisoner's Party Podcast. I will be coming to you today with a interview from a poem writer. His name is Lloyd Portman, and he is from New Zealand. Just give me one moment here, and we will start just a second. Yes, um, Lloyd, I was just in the middle of um, introducing you, and just welcome to the show, um, to A Prisoner's Pardon Podcast with me, Michi J. Thanks, and, Michelle. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Okay. Hey. And let me, I wanted to just introduce you. Okay. Um, Lloyd is a good friend of mine. And he is out of South Island, New Zealand, in a place, in a city called Christ Church. I had to um, verify that because I'm like, are, is that actually a place? <laughs> so, yes, it is a place. And Lloyd... Um, he is uh, 71 years old, married, healthy, he says, and he looks very healthy, you guys, too. And he, he's been a pastor for over 12 years. Um, he is a farmer. He's built houses. He's built trucks. He's been just doing a lot of things here, a shop o- owner. And now he's coaching and writing as well as writing poetry. So... Um, welcome. How you doing, Lloyd? Thanks, Michelle. Yeah, good. It's uh, winter here in New Zealand, so we've got frosts in the morning I'm while sorry. you guys are sweltering in the hot sun. I know. Isn't that different, you know? Yeah. I, it, it really gets cold there, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we have snow. We have snow on our front lawn. Oh, wow. That's interesting. We It's like uh, almost 90 degrees here today, so... Yeah. And we're in Celsius, so at this, when I woke up this morning, it was minus three degrees Celsius. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, again, um, Roy, welcome to our show. And um, this is the first one um, I'm doing with Lloyd, an interview about my book. Um, Lloyd has actually done a poem for the book A Prisoner's Party. And what I'm going to do right now is um, I'm going to start off by reading that poem. Everyone is incarcerated in prisons of self. That's the name of the jail. Self has too many cells to mention. Your insecurities, doubts, beliefs, cultures, and fears, just to mention a few. Your jailer is called Aha! Aha! is not a name you usually, you can casually say. It's shouted from rooftops. Everyone knows when you get it. Aha visits daily, but it's ignored. It's time 
you engage together because aha has your key. It's the key called grace. You don't have to beg. It's for this pardon. Oh, wow. Isn't this a great poem, guys? I really enjoyed getting this from Lloyd. So first off, Lloyd, let me just ask you, how did you get into poetry? When I was pastoring a small church here in New Zealand, the, the church that we had owned the Christian bookstore in town. And I used to go down there and pray every morning in the bookstore. And it was around at Christmas time. And, and we had five volunteers that worked into the bookshop. And so I was collecting some um, gifts for them for Christmas. And I had them all sitting on the table. And I was about to write them in the shop book to say what I'd been had bought. And uh, God just said to me, uh, put the books back, uh, put, put all the pr uh, gifts back, uh, select five different blank cards and go home and give them something from the pastor's desk. Mm -hmm. So that was the beginning. I went home and after a couple of hours, I had five prophetic poems written uh, for each person. And the wonderful thing about that was that God fulfilled the prophecy in the following 12 months the next year. So that was the beginning. And once I started writing, um, I couldn't stop. And I used to write um, rhyming poetry. That's how I started. And somehow, deep, deep, deep down inside me, I knew that there was something wrong. But anyway, I just kept writing and and I wrote for quite a few years before I changed my style. <laughs> and that's another story in itself. Okay. All right. Oh, that's really interesting how, you know, not, I don't know anybody else who writes poetry. And, you know, poetry is in the Bible. And I just, I thought it was interesting that God thought to put poetry in the Bible. Well, so um, you, you wrote this poem for this book. So why, why did you want to do a poem for this particular book? When I first met you in the group that we both go to, <clears throat> on the wall behind you is the book. Uh, in, and it's encased in a nice diagram, like a picture. And I looked at that and I thought, man, I'd love to write her a poem for this, Papa. So help me and I tried to write the poem several times and it just didn't happen I didn't get any clear message even though I knew what it was about in the spirit mm -hmm. so then then one day I don't know how that happened either but we had an occasion on our group call to want to talk together after the call and prior to that I wanted to um to write this poem, but it, it, as I said, it didn't flow. But so I said to I said to Father, I said, okay, have you got something for me to share with Michelle? And next minute, he gave me a, a vision, which I sat down and wrote in about five minutes and sent it off to you. And as a result of that, I believe we connected on the phone and started talking, or was it Zoom? I can't remember. And then after I wrote that first poem, 
that's when the second poem came about the prisoner's pardon because what you're dealing with here is a huge subject. Mm. And, and the thing is that there's a truthism in the title that when people see it, uh, it's going to register with them on one level and then it's going to register them with it on, a, on the other level, which is the spiritual level. And this is the important part of what you've got. You've got an amazing subject to deal with there. And uh, with your relationship with God in it, you can also really step it out in regard to our, uh, our, the, the prisons and the cells that we all live in, uh, which we don't want to ever admit to, but <laughs> we all... Uh, we're all in one cell or another, and I've been through many, many cells at the moment at, uh, in my 71 years of life, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just God's grace that gets you through and out of them. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you um, for that. And yes, it is. Um, the book was um, inspired by my twin brother. A lot of the things um, I went through when he was going in, and he's still in right now, going in and out of prison, just the situations that it brought, and it just it was just a burden of mine to try and find an answer to that. Um, that in, I, as I was writing the book, I didn't know anything about spiritual prison, but um, mm. doing that research, it just, like, I'm in a type of prison myself. <laughs> so uh-huh. it's like I, it was yeah it was that aha I'm like first I'm, I'm going to let you know I was uh, denying it I'm like I'm not in no prison this don't look nothing like um, Shawnee that's a prison in Illinois <laughs> or Jacksonville or you know they got these high fences and you know wires they got security guards and, but I found that this particular prison be just as secure, even more secure than a physical one. Yeah. And um, but the key <clears throat> is still the same though, to get mm. out. Yeah. And that's what I found in it interesting. Um, because you you know, we all go through things for a reason. You know, yeah. God um in his providential uh way, he allows us to go through things. And if we pay attention, we can really see. So um, you said here in the poem, we talked. We're talking about keys here. It's the key called grace. Yeah. What do you mean by that? It's the key called grace. The the revelation that we have about the cells that we individually occupy, and we can actually individually occupy several different ones because they usually run in in series. Um, It's God's grace that actually comes and gives you a revelation, which is the aha, Mm -hmm. which is a key for you to either release yourself or be released by someone else. And often we read stuff and like we read the scriptures and as we read the scriptures, 
Uh, here's another one of my little sayings, which we can discuss at some other time, but uh, here's, here's something that God showed me particularly. It's a bit of an aside, but it's, it's not. Um, I don't read the scriptures. The scriptures read me. Okay? <laughs> and what happens is that we respond or react to what we read. And that's the, that's the aha. Okay, And when God comes along and offers you a free pardon, there's no, the, the biggest problem that we have with, the, with something that's free is, hang on a minute, what does the small print say? And what's the catch? What's the catch? Okay. And I heard a very interesting testimony the other day of a little five-year-old boy that was shaking the pastor's hand as he was going out the door. And this little boy was, every time he saw the pastor, he says, I've been speaking to Jesus. <laughs> and and uh, anyway, this, this pastor said, Oh, I love said, him already. <laughs> yeah, okay. the, the pastor said, okay, that's good, little boy, that's good. And he patted him on the head and shook his hand and off he went. Anyway, one day he said, the pastor said to the little boy, he says, okay, seeing you're speaking to Jesus, can you ask him a question? And tell me what he says next week. And he said, okay. And the little boy was all wide-eyed and looking up at him and saying, and he said, okay, go and ask Jesus what I was doing when I was a young man and I wasn't a Christian, when I was a naughty boy. And the little boy says, okay. And his face lit up like a neon sign and off mm -hmm. he ran. And he came back the following week and, and the pastor saw him coming and he was all excited. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the, he put his hand out to shake the pastor's hand and the pastor bent over and he said, did you ask Jesus about what I'd done when I was young? And the little boy said, yes, I did. And guess what he said? And he said, what? He said that he had forgotten. <laughs> and you see, that's the testimony of the truth of the scriptures that says that when we repent, God hides our sin or takes our sin as far as the east is from the west. Well, how far is that? It's no place. No place. Exactly. Yeah, and he far. forgets. He forgets. Yeah, and you go, I, love, I love how you, sorry to interrupt, I love how you just walk out here because part of the part of me has to accept that God has Grace and then receiving God's grace 
and uh, turning it, turning that key in the lock and getting out and then walking in the grace of what he said, because that is the key permanently, all right? It's not just a once-off. It's a permanent mm -hmm. key. And if you don't use that key, guess what? You go straight back into the same cell. Mm -hmm. And um, like I say right now on this um, show that, the enemy for, for, for Christians, he can't take your salvation. He can't take our salvation, but he can take our testimony. And how he does that is he, he imprisons us. He binds us up. And for those who don't know the Lord, I sincerely hope um, that you contact us and you know, to give some um, help with that, to because that way you have that same security that Lloyd and I have uh, where, it, where it comes to being secure in the Lord. And um, because otherwise you are, you are open to the enemy and there's no way that you can save yourself um, in these sort of situations where it's um, domestic abuse or addiction or just um, being very um, sad and depression, anxiety, all those are types of prison. And which mm. leads me to the next question, but like um, you said here, you, you don't have to beg for this party. That, that was the last line. And I thought that was like the, the uh, you know, it was yeah, like, the, uh. wow, it was like the, <laughs> you know, the jab right there. So, yeah. you know, explain that. That that's the big aha. Uh huh. Okay. It was. It was like and I you, felt it. <laughs> yeah, and you don't have to beg. I mean, unfortunately, we believe in in this world that we live in that we have to beg for things. And and just going back a little bit as to what you were saying before, receiving salvation. Okay, here's a little illustration. If if I came to you with a $5 note and passed it over to you, you would go, oh, yeah, what's this for? Yeah, just take it. Oh, yeah, okay. Now, if I, if I came to you with a wad of $1,000 notes, and I mean, when I, when I say a wad, I'm talking about something, you know, two inches deep, a stack full of them, uh -huh. and pass them over to you, you'd say, what's this for? What's the, what's the price? What's, what do I have to do to receive this? Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, if you want to use that as an explanation or an identification to what God gives us when he gives us salvation, God hands us a signed check mm -hmm. for millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. I hear it. Yeah. And the first thing that we have to do is receive it. And the problem with this whole thing and receiving the pardon is that we challenge the, the pardon or the grace of God with our yes buts. And we go, yes, but how about, how am I going to be forgiven for this? And how am I going to be forgiven for that? And yes, but I've done this. And yes, but I think that. And yes, but. 
And God's not that interested in your yes buts. He's very interested in you as a person. And he loves you like you can't understand. And if you try and understand God, you'll go mad. So stop it right now. <laughs> if you're trying to work him out, you'll go mad. Yeah. Okay, well, that is exactly, exactly true. That um, his ways are higher than our ways. Yeah, amen. And I, I've tried to understand him. I just gave up, you know. But I'm just <laughs> thankful that, <laughs> that God does love his children. And yeah. Lori has really, really done a great job with poems, and, and he is definitely in touch with the Spirit of God because. He wrote a poem for me, and I won't share that at this time, or we'll probably do this on a, another show. And But if you are interested in having a personal prophetic poem done, I will leave information in the show notes and um, where, how you can actually contact Lloyd Portman. And um, guys, just be prepared to be blown away. I know I was. I'm like, how did you know this? When you somewhere in my house somewhere, I'm like, I need to check my cameras and you know, something is wrong here. Because I had to, I was speechless. I was speechless. I heard from this. Who are you? You know, you do not need to go to no psychic. You know how people go to psychics and stuff and read horoscopes. Um, call Lloyd. <laughs> and God doesn't forbid you talking to Lloyd because Lloyd is not from the dark side. So thank you. And that's all we have today, folks. So if you enjoyed Lloyd as much as I did, please leave some feedback about that. But thank you so much, Lloyd, for joining us here on A Prisoner's Pardon and just talking thank about you. what a pardon <laughs> is and there are such things to prisons and how God wants to pardon us. So yeah. thank you so much, Lloyd, and you just have a great day. And to all my audience, God bless. Bye-bye. God bless you. Thank you for listening to A Prisoner's Pardon Podcast with Mishi J. We pray that you've been blessed by today's episode. We ask that you please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Don't wait. Subscribe now so you'll be automatically notified when a new show is aired. Because it very well may have been the show that gives you the answers you've been searching for. Now, if you suspect you're in a spiritual prison, Mishi J has provided a questionnaire on how to tell if you're in one. Free of charge, she's providing this to our listeners. Just go to the episode show notes and download this valuable resource. Now, until our next inspiring show, God bless.